you know, we recommend number one, it happens quarterly for sure every quarter. And number two, that the entire team is there. Okay, that's for sure. Now, when exactly does this meeting happen? We recommend that you do this right towards the end of the quarter. Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. Welcome to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. And I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. And one of the things that we embrace in the Remarkable Practice, the Remarkable CEO, and in this podcast is a dedication to the importance of meeting rhythms and reporting rhythms. And we are beginning a series on one of the most important rhythms that should be in your calendar, but for many, it's missing potentially from your calendar or it's not being done at the level that's possible, and that is the board meetings. We're going to dive into a series here, and this is the first episode of a series of five. We're going to be digging into probably one of the most significant moments throughout your year, which for some of you, you're going to take to a whole new level after this series. So welcome to the series. If you're new to the podcast, welcome to the Remarkable CEO podcast. I know I'm jumping in full steam ahead. Why is that? Well, because we want to help you take your business to another level. We know that for us to grow to the next level, we've got to do things different. You can't do things the same way you've always been doing them because you're going to get the same results you've always got. And for us to get to the next level and to get new results and take our results to a new level, we've got to show up differently. And I believe, Dr. Stephen, this is an area of our practices and businesses that for many of us, we never really learned how to do this. We never really were, were taught to do this. Nobody ever told us to do this. And this is a, it's a beautiful part of this podcast is that we get to share with you guys insights to what we do in the remarkable practice and what helps our doctor to become more remarkable. And so many of you are part of our amazing tribe and family. Some of you are our podcast listeners. So you're a part of our tribe and family. And again, this series is designed to equip you and help you lead your business better. This is designed for the CEO, you, the CEO of your business, to be able to lead more effective. Remember, the CEO's job is three things. Lead the business, number one, determining what's important now, what's important next, and to cast vision. And guess what? All of that is embedded right inside this, this meeting rhythm, which is the board meeting. Dr. Steven, I'm fired up today. I'm ready to to roll and have a great discussion with you about this significant subject matter today. Yeah, Dr. Pete, the timing of this is perfect, right? So the timing for this conversation about board meetings is perfect. If you are following this podcast and you're listening to us real time, then you're experiencing the breath of fresh air that has come with this sense of coming out of the storm of 2020 and this COVID catastrophe, right? So we've been through war together. And if you've been with us all along, it's been an amazing journey. And we've, we've really felt the privilege of being able to walk alongside you, come alongside you through this journey. And as we come to the other side of this thing, now, don't hear me wrong. We don't think, we don't think everything's over and it's like, uh, we're back to blue skies and birds chirping and sunshine, right? But you get the sense of that. I don't know if it's just spring here in New England or summer right around the bend in the corner, but truly we're feeling it around the world with all of our remarkable 
CEOs and our remarkable practice clients. We see it in your practices. We see it in your statistics. We see it in the numbers. We see it in the new patients that are flooding into your practices, which we're very happy to see, right? So we're seeing this resurgence, what we've called the roaring 2020s has already begun, right? There's a reboot that's necessary at this point. As we move from wartime to back into peacetime leadership, it's critically important that you as the leader shake off 2020, <laughs> you shake off this COVID catastrophe and shake off that sort of reactionary leadership style that was totally appropriate when we had to get practical and tactical and everything was changing by the minute, by the hour, by the day, by the week. It's time to get back into vision casting for your team. It's time to get back into a proactive stance and be strategic and, and get your team thinking about growth and expansion and outreach and man, get everybody settled down and uh, get their heads on straight. Frankly, pull your head up, look around, take a breath, take a beat, and it's time to plan for the future. And you know what, Dr. Pete, the future is bright, right? So everyone in the marketplace is so bullish. Look what the stock market's doing. And man, I hope it doesn't crash between recording this and airing, right? But the truth is, is that all the futures in the stock market are really bullish. We look at so much pent up demand in, in the marketplace. People are dumping back out into the community. And you know, the question is, is are they going to be coming into your marketplace? Like, are they going to be coming into your place, into your practice? And we want to make sure that we're positioning ourselves, positioning ourselves as leaders, positioning our teams and our practices on the ready to really grow and expand. No better way to do it than to kick things off strong every quarter, especially this next quarter with the board meetings. You know, with, with the, the board meetings, it really comes back to the framework that we embrace as CEOs. And we've been sharing with this with you ever since the first episode in this podcast. And that is that it's the assess system. It's assess, plan, prepare, execute, assess, repeat, the appear. It's the appear framework. And we presented that in this. This is that. This is that moment. And one of the things, Dr. Stephen, that I've heard a lot with CEOs, because we get a chance to speak with them on a daily basis, is that as they've really made that transition, that pivotal shift of the identity shift first, and then the behavioral shift second, and really start to see those things happening and manifesting is they've, one of the things that's birthed out of that is the increase in the value of the meeting rhythms is the significance that the meeting rhythms with their team actually has that I hear many times a month that I'm not like embraced meetings as much ever before, but now I'm seeing how important they are. And I'm seeing the significance of that. And that's because when you stop being an owner operator, which is basically, I'm just going to brute force, put it on my back, carry this thing up to mountain. What? There's a problem. I'll take it. What? There's an issue. I got it. What? There's some a need. I'll go there. Right. Cause that's how we started our businesses. That's how you started it. You had to be like, wait, what? You, you just go after everything. And you just, you got to do that. But the pivot, the transition, the maturity is actually going from being, you know, this practice driven by me, brute force, power and horsepower and that Clydesdale, you know, Doc Stephen, you always talk about. And it actually becomes about your team, ultimately. And what your team needs is they need direction. They need leadership. They need equipping and power. They need encouragement. They need support. They need to be on the same page. They need to know where we're going. What's where we're going? Where are we now? Where are we going next? Where are we going ultimately? That's what a team needs. And so this, this is actually about the team. This is about a team. Board meetings are about teams. 
whether you're a team of two or a team of 22, a board meeting is about coming together as a team. It's about meeting together as a team. It's about getting on the same page as a team. It's about slowing down at a very specific moment in the year, multiple times throughout the year, to assess, to plan, to prepare for what's next. And that's what this is. This is that moment. And you have those in micros on the daily huddles. You have those in micros in the the weekly team meetings. But you get those in a very specific way here at this quarterly pulse. Like that's what I like to call. It. I like to call it pulse because it runs on a on a rhythm. It runs on a quarterly rhythm. It's a pulse. You get your pulse, a real pulse on how did we do over the next nine days as CEOs. We learn. Hey, don't get caught up if you have a bad day or a bad week or even a bad month. Just let's see how things shake out over the next couple of weeks, couple of months. We get a much better idea of how our business is performing when we have more data. We have more time to assess. That's the value of the quarterly. And a lot of us are setting goals and objectives and we're bonusing based on how performance is for the quarter. So this is that moment where we slow down, we gather together as a team, we very intentionally do a deep assessment of our business and we do a a plan and prepare session for where we're going next. Dr. Steven, this is a transformative rhythm. I know that there are some of the listeners today, I know some of you are listening, you've not done this before, doing this for the rest of this year and moving forward in your career, you will look at this as an inflection point in your business career. I guarantee that's going to happen. Dr. Steven, this is going to be a powerful series. Here's a few words from our newest podcast sponsors. We're grateful for their support of the show. Hey, Doc, would you like to rest easier knowing that another set of well-trained eyes were reviewing all of your x-rays for pathology? How nice would it be to know that you have a team of expert radiologists checking your films, preparing reports, and assisting in patient management and diagnosis? Would you like to be accredited with Medicare and have all of the IT infrastructure to make the entire operation work without having to invest hundreds of thousands of dollars? Would you like to reduce costs to patients by providing a radiology service paid for via Medicare? Innate Radiology can help. Innate Radiology provides teleradiology reporting services for Australian chiropractors under Medicare. They help with the setup and management of radiology practices inside chiropractic clinics all around Australia. They coordinate the entire radiology setup and management for chiropractors, making the process easy, efficient, cost-effective, and profitable. Innate Radiology subleases the chiropractic clinic premises to operate a radiology center within the chiropractor's office. This provides a great service, peace of mind, and a revenue stream to the chiropractic business bottom line whilst providing a government-funded health service to the chiropractor's referred patients, reducing their out-of-pocket expense, which would otherwise incur costs. The founders of Innate Radiology are a chiropractic team who know what chiropractors want from a radiology service. They make the investment into a radiology setup positive cash flow from day one, which adds dollars to the business bottom line. To learn more, go to www.innateradiology.com.au. That's www.innateradiology.com.au. 
Now let's jump right back into our conversation. Yeah, as we make that identity shift from the owner operator to the CEO, one thing that changes is your perch, right? So it's a perspective looking at your business and, you know, what what we see as a pain point with so many owner operators is they take this like three day and three week view of their business, of their practice, right? So it's an emotional attachment to how did the last three days go, right? And how did the last three weeks go, right? And there's a view of looking maybe three days forward for you and your team and at best three weeks forward, you know, and and that's, you know what, at that point, you know, there's a lot of emotional attachment to, every single thing that happens in the practice, which zaps your energy and really sucks the spirit out of your purpose and mission. So as a CEO, when you grow up and into the role of CEO, we invite and encourage you to take a three-month and three-year view of your business, right? So as you get into this new perch, it gives you a better perspective or purview of your business. So you look across the landscape of your business and you look at that three-month or quarterly view and three-year view. Nothing will pull that emotional roller coaster, that emotional charge off of your, the day-to-day happenings of your practice. Not that you don't care. It's just that you don't get pulled down into the quagmire and you don't ride that emotional roller coaster that has you reacting emotionally to everything that happens in the practice, but rather you elevate to this point where you're one part gut, two parts data, right? Which is what we teach for the CEOs, right? So I want to make sure you recognize that this is an opportunity for you to ascend right? So if you're feeling like the busyness, if you're feeling the weight of the busyness of your practice, you feel like, man, there's a lot of particle movement in here. And I'm sure that if I feel the busyness, right? I'm imagining my team is feeling the busyness. And if you'd like to trade that busyness for productivity, this conversation's for you, right? So if you would like to say, there's a lot of particle movement around this office or a lot of particle motion around this office. And really I'm seeing motion, but no movement, right? There's a lot of activity, but I'm not making the movement that I'm looking for. I want to see that ball going down the field. If that's you and you're feeling a bit of overwhelm right now, or maybe even some frustration that, man, we're working so hard, but I'm feeling like I'm even spinning my wheels here. And, you know, this conversation is for you. If you want to trade your motion for movement, the board meetings are going to help frame out your year and get your team really positioned and ready to execute so that they can drive that movement, right? So none of us want to be busier. We all want to be more productive. This mechanism of the board meeting will help you make that happen. So, you know, Dr. Pete, I'll tell you, the name board meeting actually comes from, you know, it was very organic in our war room in our practice, which is where, you know, we held the original board meetings. There was just whiteboards all around the room. I mean, you know me well enough to know that I'm at my best when I'm at a room with the whiteboard. (laughs) It's like, give me a magic marker and a whiteboard and let's get after it. So, you know, this board meeting implies that you're doing this in a setting where you can jump up and hit the whiteboard. So for those of you who are like trying to get your head around what is a board meeting and what does that mean? It's all hands on deck. The entire team gets together once a quarter and we're going to go through a series of these board meetings. And there's actually four of them that we're going to talk about today. The first one is remarkable vision casting, right? So we help your team see this is where we are now. This is where we're going ultimately. And this is where we're going to go next. So we can have that what's important now and what's important next conversation. The second board meeting is the remarkable product and process, right? So the remarkable product and process has the conversation like, 
what is for sale here? <laughs> like, what are people buying? There's a value exchange. In fact, there's a pretty heavy value exchange. It involves time, energy, focus, and money. What is for sale here? What's the value exchange? What do people get if they engage with this business, with our practice? That's remarkable product. Remarkable process is how do we deliver that value, right? And the third board meeting is, is remarkable goal setting, which is where are we going? Like, what is what does the future look like? Let's put some pins in the GPS. Like, where are we headed up this mountain? And of course, the last one is everyone's favorite, which is remarkable marketing machine, which answers the question, how are we going to get there? This is when we dive into the marketing plan, the marketing calendar, the marketing tactics that we're going to employ to help us manifest that vision. Yes, this is so powerful, guys. So if, if you're not taking notes, I, I do want you to just jot a couple of things down here today. This episode is actually more of an overview discussion about the board meetings. We're going to go deeper into each one of the four that Dr. Stephen, you know, you just talked about. I, I am going to go ahead and throw out there though that you know there's another context for board meetings. I'm just saying there's another board. There's the white board, but then there's another board. But that's uh, for a different day. Those are important meetings as well because as a CEO, you need to make sure you are clear on your vision, which is actually one of the first things that has to happen at this board meeting is that, you know, like you said, you're really taking a pulse on your business saying, hey, where are we now? And I love that perch, that purview where you've got the three months, three years. But guess what you also have, Dr. Steven, if you do this long enough, you also have the three months and three years in your rear view. So you actually got both. So you actually have a six year kind of like that you've got three years past, three months past, but you've got your three years forward, three months forward, three years forward. So you've really got this massive amount of energy going into this meeting. And that's the value of being consistent with these meetings, collecting that data. It's just a, you're such a bigger force to be reckoned with in the marketplace, in your community, especially if you have new team members that have just come on in the last year or last 60 days. And you're like, hey, we're going to assess the last 90 days, the last three years. Let's look at our trends and let's look at where we're going. I mean, talk about you know, waking somebody up and saying, wow, like this is an official operation. Y'all are legit. Like this is a real business here that's on a mission. Yeah. We don't just talk it. We walk it. Guys, this is where the rubber meets the road. This is where we say, hey, we are running a remarkable business. This isn't just some wheeler dealer. Let's see how it goes. You know, mom and pop shop. Like we are legit. Yeah. It may feel like that. And yeah, we're a local small business and all that good stuff but we're running this thing as if we're going to change the world. We run it as if we're in the business of saving lives. You want to know why? Because we are. Guys, this is what the vision casting moment is about. It's about you having that moment where you share your heart. You cast that vision. It's so important to make sure everyone is connected. We start with that. What is the board meeting about? But why are we showing up here, folks? Why are we here today? Why are you here? Why am I here? Why are we doing this? Why are we meeting? It matters. So the first thing, it's a quarterly pulse. And the entire team is there. And this is a really important, I'm going to stop right here. The entire team is a present in this. Even if they have to zoom in for some reason, hey, we want you here. You know, we want everybody on deck because what do we have to do if they miss it? We're like, oh, I wished you were there. What is that amazing? Oh no, we have to tell you everything that we just said, right? All that stuff. So number one is make sure you have planned out your board meetings and they're on the calendar for the rest of the year. That's the first thing I'm going to say. Get these things on the calendar for the rest of the year so everybody can block in their schedule not to go on vacation that day. You know, I mean, sometimes people have babies and that's going to happen. But for the most part, it's like, hey, please plan to be here for this day. And you plan out the rest of the year. Block the schedule. Everybody agrees. Everybody's like, yep, we're going to be there. We're going to be there. We're ready to go. And then that gives you as the CEO and the COO time to prepare for that meeting because you need at least 30 days to prepare for that board meeting. 
you should be preparing for the 30 days leading up to the board meeting. And we're going to go through why. Once we go through this series, you're going to say, yeah, I, I need a whole month to prepare for this. You do. So the board meetings, like Dr. Steven said, there's the four types. You've got the vision casting, product and process, goal setting, and marketing machine. We're going to go through each one of them. The question is, why are we doing this? Why are we meeting, Dr. Steven? Like, this is a really important question to ask because I think some people push back and there's resistance because we don't understand why. I understand what it is, but why are we doing this? And the first thing is connection. It's actually connection because connection means everyone is on the same page. That's actually a big deal. It's rare air, actually, where everyone's on the same page. And this is how you do it. On the same page for what? On the same page for where we are now, where we're going next, where we're going ultimately. That's what I mean. On the same page from a high level. This is the moment where we don't necessarily have to get caught up in the, okay, is who's coming in tomorrow or today for adjustments? And what are the re-exams this week? And how many patients we have this week? This is like, we're connecting at a high level. Really important here because we do those other connections on a daily basis and weekly basis. This is a high level connection. Why are we here? That's one purpose. Another is clarity so that everyone on the team has cleared out what does success look like for this organization? What are we on a mission to accomplish? Where are we now? Where do we want to go next? Where are we going ultimately? What are we accomplishing? What is success? Does everybody have crystal clarity? Is there any question? Of anybody in this team on what our vision is, what our product is, what our process is, what our goals are, where, what our strategy is to get us there. Is there any lack of clarity? Let's get clear right here and right now. And that clarity brings focus. And Dr. Stephen, you said this so powerfully earlier. You said, if you're fed up with being busy and you're ready to be more productive, the difference between being busy and productive is focus. That's actually what makes the difference as you... Dr. Steven, so clearly articulate. So I think we have to get clear on why. Why are you doing these board meetings? And I'm not trying to sell you on this, although it may feel like I am. And I maybe I am. Why? Because it's so important and I'm so passionate about it. And I've seen the value and how it's transformed my business and how I've tra- it transformed our business. And you can assume that everybody's connected and we're all on the same page. You can assume, you know what? That's a terrible assumption to make. Because you've got a lot of people on your team who are working hard. They've got a lot going on in their life and we can... We can lose connectedness, and this is the moment to do that. Dr. Steen, this is just so important to understand why we do these meetings. Patient flow and automation of patient data is one of the keys to growing a remarkable practice that's both scalable and durable. And that's exactly why we are happy to partner with Atlas Chiropractic Software. Atlas Chiropractic Software can run your entire office. It's easy to learn and the most customizable chiropractic software available on the market. They help streamline your office with kiosk sign-in, call-to-table automation, customizable digital paperwork, 10-second soap note, patient education modules, safety net retention, and more. To learn more, go to atlaschirosys.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-C-H-I-R-O-S-Y-S. We should all agree that right now, more than ever, online presence, brand positioning, and reputation are the most influential factors for driving new patients into our practices. That's why we are proud to partner with Perfect Patients, who have since 2005 been a leader in our chiropractic industry, serving thousands of chiropractors worldwide. With a team of more than 70 marketing professionals, anything that can be done online 
to grow your practice is included with their digital marketing plans. Perfect Patients uses their proven five factors of digital marketing success model, and their service includes design and development of high-converting websites, SEO, PPC, reputation management, review generation, email marketing, and social media management. To learn more, go to perfectpatients.com. That's perfectpatients.com. And now let's jump right back into our conversation. It's huge. And, you know, we like to say clarity is the greatest accelerant, right? So if you feel like you're dragging your team along, if you're trying to just push this boulder up the mountain, you know, chances are your team probably lacks clarity, right? So, you know, when we talk about you as the leader, as the CEO, your job is to cast the vision, not just have the vision, not just hold the vision, not just generate the vision, but you have to cast the vision. You've got to share the vision. And, you know, that is how you create clarity, right? So everybody has got to see it. We love to say, just shut your eyes. I want you to see what I see. And I've got to be able to cast the vision. That's the verb is cast, right? They've got to, you've got to be able to convey to the other people on your team that you are going to recruit, that you're going to delegate to, that you're going to task with and trust with the work that's going to need to do, be done to manifest the vision, right? So this is really, it's a skill set of a CEO. So the CEO really owns this meeting. You know, you're going to work with everybody on your team, but CEO, you've got to show up ready for this meeting, right? So your job is to show up and cast the vision. This is where we are now, brutal facts. This is where we're going ultimately three to five years from now. And based on that view, this is where we're going next, 12 months from now. This is the year, right? So this is where we are going together. And based on that view, based on that that one-year vision, this is your role. These are your responsibilities. I'm trusting you with these responsibilities. This is how we measure those responsibilities. That creates KPIs. These are the goals we're setting for those KPIs. Are you with me? Right? Are you with me? Now, we get this question all the time from CEOs. It's like, what should I do? Should I just show up to the meeting and should we all talk about it? And then should we all shape the vision together and then set the goals together? You know what? That's one management style. But I don't think that's a great leadership style. I think the leader should show up with the vision. You should feel the weight of that. Like you're like, this is where we're going. This is the vision for success. This is what success looks like in this business. And you should be setting a vision that is the manifestation of the core values of that business. You should be setting that in such a compelling and clear way that it's going to attract the people that share your core values and buy into that vision story. And you're going to recruit them to help you manifest it. If they are repelled by that vision story, that's a blessing, right? So it's to compel some people to join you and repel others and keep them out of your practice, right? So you should not be afraid to be polarizing. You should be terrified not to polarize, right? So you should be so crystal clear with this is what's important here. This is where we're going based on those core values. This is our vision story. Are you with me, right? And you're looking for buy-in. Now, in order to get that buy-in, you've got to get chime in from your people. So you've got to create a dialogue. It can't just be a monologue. You can't just be pontificating, but you do need to be showing up and you've got to be able to paint a compelling picture to get the hearts of your team engaged so that they understand the why, so that you can get their heads engaged so they can see the how, and then you can get their hands and feet moving. So good. And that's why, again, the ability of a team to continue moving forward actually anchors is anchored back to this, this moment, this critical moment. And that's where expectations and agreements are reset. This is like you talked about the reboot. This is that moment. This is a beautiful time because a lot of times, you know what we need to do? We need to like 
look at what we just accomplished as a business. Say, guys, that was great. Hey, let's celebrate. Let's recognize. Let's see where we're at. But guys, guess what? It's a new day. It's a new quarter. Let's get back to work. And that's why we really like this 90-day rhythm, this 90-day pulse, this 90-day sprint. It's a really important rhythm. You've heard us talk about week 13 and the importance of vacation week. You've heard us talk about that. This is actually a cadence that's also for your health and longevity in your business career. This actually is about the health of your business. It, it actually forces the function of you preparing for this and staying as the CEO and not getting caught up in your head down, bum up, owner operator, even as a CEO. So this is a, a way for you to actually hold yourself accountable. Actually, this is your accountability meeting, CEOs. This holds you accountable so that you can then hold you know, the rest of your team accountable ultimately. But that's really what this is going to land on, which is accountability. Accountability for what? Accountability for what we're about to go through, our goals our strategy, our plan, what we're about to execute. So when would these board meetings happen? You might ask. Well, Dr. Steven, you and I had talked about this, you know, kind of offline. We've obviously had a lot of conversations with CEOs about how this works, but, you know, we recommend number one, it happens quarterly for sure every quarter. And number two, that the entire team is there. Okay. That's for sure. Now, when exactly does this meeting happen? We recommend that you do this right towards the end of the quarter. So, the end of the quarter. So you have enough data to do a assessment of where we are now based on what the goals that we set at our last board meeting for the quarter. So you've got almost 90 days of data to report and review and assess and say, hey, this is how we performed this quarter. Obviously quarter to date, but again, you're right up in that kind of that last week of the quarter. That's really that ideal time. If you start getting into the next quarter, Dr. Steven, and we again, we talked about this, is what happens is, is you might have all the clarity from your previous quarter, but you end up with a slow start to your next quarter and you're two, three weeks into the quarter, which is again, like you know, 15% of the quarter already and you're just putting together your plan and you're like, gosh, this quarter is going to be a rough one because we're three weeks behind. Or we're just going to add that you know, performance data into this quarter and just hope for the best, right? So- you got to be real sensitive to this, Dr. Steven. That's why, again, you got to look out a year in advance and put these meetings on the calendar, knowing your schedule, knowing you know what's going on in the world, knowing all those things, considering holidays, all that stuff. Just be really mindful, be very thoughtful, be very specific when you pick the day and get everybody to agree to this. Really important. The timing of this is really important because if your energy is not right, energy is everything. If your energy, your team's not energy is not right going to this meeting, it'll derail it. So planning ahead, preparing ahead, picking that date, preparing for that date, everybody agreeing to that date, showing up ready. This is a key element to getting the most out of the most productive meeting possible. Really important to nail the timing. So true. And you know, we're getting back to the value of keeping your calendar. Right. So if it's not on the calendar, it's not going to happen. Right. And that includes preparation. So, guys, you know, if you want to get a look behind the curtain and look for best practices and success secrets of the, you know, most productive human beings, you know, I'll tell you what, one thing they'll absolutely have in common is just mastery over their calendar. Right. So if you're not there yet, doc, put that in play immediately. Right. So it's just got to become, I master my calendar. I mean, I've joked about this before. 
if you were an assassin, you were trying to take me out, it would take you about three days to plot, try, plot my habits and my rhythms and you'd be able to take me right out. Right? Like everyone who knows me knows, just look at his calendar. It'll tell you exactly where he's going to be and at what time. You know, it just has to be on the calendar. If it's not on the calendar, it's not going to happen. And I know that that sounds maybe, you know, we're oversimplifying things, but the reality is, is if you don't claim the territory. If you don't set the space and time for this to happen, it's not going to happen, right? So once you put that flag in the ground to say, this is when our four board meetings is going to happen at least one year out. This is what the dates are. This is when it's going to happen. Now, what that's going to do is it's going to keep you from putting things off or putting anything there on those dates where you're trying to find an open weekend or an open week to do this, right? That's just not the way to do it. That's rookie stuff, totally amateur. You want to set those boulders in place, get your family events and elements in place, get your vacations in place in your calendar, and then get these big boulders in place with your business. The biggest boulders are these four board meetings. These board meetings will set the frame for your year. And remember, whoever sets the frame wins the game. This is what that means. This is framing out the entire year. And once you have those dates framed out, guess what? Then you back it up and you say, I'm going to block time for me to prepare for those meetings, right? So now we're actually going next level and saying, I'm blocking time to prepare for the meetings that I've blocked out, right? So if you're sensing the strain or the overwhelm or the guilt that comes with the procrastination, this is how you solve that. This is how you slay that dragon. You create that structure with your time and you'll find so much freedom and peace in that structure. Yeah, Doc, Steven, as you're talking, I'm actually getting kind of, uh, I'm being, I'm becoming emotional because I know the sense of frustration. I know the feeling behind being behind the eight ball and just not being prepared. I, I don't know how many times you have to show up and you're just like, dang, I, I needed to be more prepared. I'm just not as prepared as I need to be. How many times does that need to happen for you to be like, you know what? I'm done with that. I'm not showing up prepared, any, not prepared anymore. I'm not showing up and winging it anymore. Like guys, you know, it's just not worth it. Like, you know, it's it, for your business, it's just vital that you are more prepared for running your business. And, and you know what? It's the working on your business, not working in your business that gets encroached upon. You always have time to work in your business, but working on your business is like, man, I don't have any time for that. I, I had time and then it disappeared. Of course it disappeared. So you have to block the time and it's sacred and you have to take time to work on your business. You have to block, put those you know, solid yellow lines around that time and say, Hey, we are not, this time is not available. It just like you have your weekly team meetings, weekly team trainings, just because new patients call in and say, Hey, I'd love to come in during that time. It's the only time I can do it. You say, I'm sorry, it's not going to work. We don't see new patients during that time. We don't do it. It's the only time I can come back from my report of finding. Sorry, this is our weekly team meeting. I can't come in that time. You would never come in on that time. They would never encroach on that time. Same for this and same for your working on your business. So working on your business time, and again, we go back to the, you know, the remarkable machine, the, the, the six key tools that are remarkable CEO that really drives this virtuous cycle, this flywheel, this ascension model of, you know, we have the meeting rhythms in place. We have the reporting rhythms in place. We have the tools that ultimately drive that in place, right? So one of those, obviously we start with is the marketing, the CEO marketing plan. You got to have that. And this is part of that. Right? You have the tools that drive this. You've got your CO vital signs report. You've got your practice scoreboard. You've got your individual scorecards. You've, you've got your a CEO project planner. You've got these tools to be able to help drive the organization forward. These tools are what you're working with, with your COO through the months 
And this is the data that's being collected, assessed, and meeting on on your same page meeting, preparing for your meeting. So work with your team to prepare yourself for your quarterly board meeting. Don't just try to go solo and fly solo and pull it all out. Remember, information flows to you. So if you need information, request it. Set up your rhythms to have that data before you show up to meeting because or to, to work on your business. Because if you go to work in your business, you're, you have a blank piece of paper. You're like, well, I'm not, I know what I'm supposed to do, but I don't have what I need to do it. Guess what you did? It's a waste of time. You blocked the time, but you're not prepared for that time to work on your business. And that's another issue that happens. So this becomes an art form. And it develops, you have to learn how to be a CEO, learn how to work on your business and not just doing it up all hours of the night and encroaching on your weekends and your family time. And because I know that happens. Yeah. It's no wonder people don't do these, right? It's no wonder people don't, why they, even if they start doing it, they abandon them, right? From what you described, it can feel like I'm being held hostage by all those elements, right? But here's the truth. You're going to find so much freedom in the system, right? So when you embrace, when you look at the six fundamental tools of the chiropractic operating system, when you look at those six fundamental CEO tools that make up the reporting system, the reporting system gives us that visibility that we desire, right? And then those tools drive this meeting rhythm and the meeting rhythm gives us the accountability that we desire, right? So that's the power in the COS. That's the power in the chiropractic operating system. It's actually going to create freedom and peace of mind and abundance if you implement these. Everything that you want can be found in this system. So if you have those reporting systems in place and the meeting rhythms in place, you're going to have the visibility and the accountability that you desire. That's where the freedom lives. That's where the peace of mind lives. That's where the abundance lives, not in the procrastination or the abandonment of these best practices, right? So when we look at those meeting rhythms, we have daily meeting rhythms, we have weekly meeting rhythms, we have monthly, weekly rhythms, and we have meeting rhythms, and we have our quarterly meeting rhythms. These board meetings are your quarterly rhythms. And what's birthed out of these board meetings are things like setting the vision so everybody knows what's important now and what's important next, setting the goals for the next quarter and into this next year, setting expectations for everybody on the team, and then putting that marketing calendar in place so that everybody knows not only where we're going, but exactly how we're going to get here. You know what, guys? This is it. This is where it starts. We're going to do a deep dive on all four of these board meetings. These board meetings are going to birth the all of the content, all of the meat on the bone that you will use to drive the other meetings. They all start here at the quarterly board meeting. Stand by. We're going to unpack each of the four remarkable vision casting, remarkable product and process, remarkable goal setting, and remarkable marketing machine in the next four episodes. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic, and what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.